Language is something that unites many creatures around the globe and potentially beyond. Though for many people, it is a barrier preventing connection to billions of individuals. Through this connection to language, people can build a bond stronger than just the language itself. It can open door to unfamiliar cultures and ideals outside the realm of imagination. This is The Power of Language. Hello, my name is Ashley Caravello and I am the host of this podcast, The Power of Language. In this podcast, I plan on discussing the power of language in my life and others' lives around the globe. And as the host, I feel as if it is only right to tell my story first. Though I consider myself a learner at heart, I only started taking language classes when I was a freshman in high school. I had the choice between Latin and Spanish, and I chose Spanish. And Spanish has took me through this roller coaster called life, and I gotta say, I would be a totally different person without it. Being at a school that did not have immersion definitely changed the path of my Spanish journey. We would do different things from memorizing passages and having to recite them, or just reading and learning about culture of Spanish, more specifically Spain, since three years of my educational journey throughout high school, I had teachers who had learned Spanish in Spain, and that definitely changed the outcourse of my education. Though I found learning the language super fun and like this puzzle that you constantly are trying to put together and you're learning how the pieces fit as you learn that there are new pieces and you keep on trying to put them together and there's just more and more pieces and then you think like, oh, there's not even just the language itself. There is an entire different culture and different atmosphere in these places and that was one of the best feelings I had had. And then all of that brings me to Spain. And dang, did I love this country. I fell in love with this country. Even though I had five nosebleeds in the process of 10 days, I loved this country and I still do to this day. I want to go back so badly, but you know, money, I guess, exists. But um, I cannot wait to go back again. And having the process of using the language and then also learning about the culture in school and actually being able to see what you were learning about in real time and like in real life was just fascinating and I cannot wait to go back and if you ever want to go visit a place I highly recommend learning the language before you go even if it is some like language no one has ever heard before it will teach you so much about the place that no tour guide can ever teach you and it just makes everything so much more interesting fascinating and it puts you there so much more than anything else now i did say i have been studying for five years and i continue to study spanish at webster university in st louis and it is one of the coolest things there also because you learn you learn so much from different people and just the teachers and their culture and stuff like that that you will never get the chance to see unless you go to their country but you're also meeting someone to where you could be like hey teach me about your country i want to learn more and like this has happened so much to where I'm going to Argentina in December and I cannot wait and I'm so excited. 
And all of this leads to the power of language and what I want this podcast to be about. The power of language unites so many different people, and I want to make this podcast a place where people can tell their language story and how they learned about different cultures and their journeys of how they can make a difference in their life and also others' lives by just sharing their language, culture, and ideals and how just fascinating that process is. Next episode will include an interview from someone from Argentina that is currently studying here in the U.S., as well as I am planning on doing a lovely soundscape that will fascinate all. Until then, what are you waiting for? The world is calling you. Language is something that unites many creatures around the globe and potentially beyond, though for many people, it is a barrier preventing connection to billions of individuals. Through this connection of language, people build a bond stronger than just the language itself. It can open doors to unfamiliar cultures and ideals outside the realm of imagination. This is the power of language. Hello there. It is your host, Ashley Caravello, and today we will be going through an interview with Mariana Mojano, a TA here at Webster University. Before coming to Webster University, however, she was an English teacher in Argentina for people in high school and people who are currently working in the technology industry. If there's one thing I always see her doing, it's trying to learn more and more languages and I'm like, how in the world do you do it? But we don't question her. So here is a little interview into her life. I hope you enjoy. And I am here with Mariana. Um, tell us a little about yourself today. Hello, my name is Mariana. I'm from Argentina. I'm currently here as a teaching assistant for the Spanish language. Uh, but back in Argentina, I work as an English teacher. That's fantastic. Um, what brought you to being a teacher in English and Spanish? Well, actually, I started, um, first of all, I started to be a physical education teacher. But after that, I was still feeling like there was something that I needed to like do related to the language, uh, to the languages, but I wanted to connect that to teaching. So I entered into this teaching training program um, back in my hometown. Uh, that is English, like teaching English culture and languages and I, I language and I thought it was great and that it was something that uh, had a lot to do with my interest in languages but also in the way those languages shape, shape cultures and connect also cultures so that's why I decided to study that. And what brought you to thinking of going into language instead of teaching something else? Like PE? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I always studied languages, like since, well, not languages, English specifically, since I was like nine years old or 10 years old. Um, and I was always fascinated by the fact that like, it doesn't matter like who you are talking to, like sharing their language can also be a way of bonding more easily with that person. So I thought, and also a way of like getting to know a different culture or getting to feel that somehow that culture is like starting to be part of you too. So I wanted to create this 
um, bridge like between the language and my students and I wanted to help them also see that there were other places they could visit and other cultures that they could meet and other people that they could bond to. And what do you think your like do you think your life would be different if you hadn't started learning a second language? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, because mo- a lot of like the media that I consume is in English, so for me it makes a whole like it makes a big difference to consume that media in the original original language and not daft, for example. So uh, for me that's a big that's a big th- a big deal. And in fact, many of the like the the authors that nowadays I enjoy reading write in English. Um, for me, even though there are many very good translations, it's never the same to read the, like the text in the original language. Uh, and that that's one of the things. The other thing is that I decided to like keep studying languages. So actually, I'm not like only learning because I keep learning English and Spanish, but also French. And I'd love to learn other languages. I feel that learning languages is something that somehow is part of myself. And it makes me like want to know more and more all the time. And so you have been in the U.S. for how long now? Uh, six months. Have you enjoyed it so far? I have. And so why do you think that you started studying a second language? We have, uh, at least I had, uh, in elementary school, I had English, like as a class at school. But we just had it like once a week and it was not very good. But the exams were hard anyway, so I was not having a good time and I was kind of like struggling with it. So my parents offered, like, why do, there are a lot of English institutes there. Um, because it's known that English is mostly, like, the a widely spoken language. So there are a lot of institutes where you can go after school and take classes. So my parents offer that option. Like, if I wanted to, if I wanted to, you know, like, know a little bit more than my classmates and then don't have to struggle with that in class. So I started taking those classes and I discovered that it was really fun. So I had, I, I was waiting for those classes actually like twice a week. And then I just kept taking those classes until I was 16 years old. So it was like a long path. Uh, and after that, I had, I went to a conversation um, uh, class that was super fun. We would discuss any kind of topics like without worrying about the grammar. It was just like learning vocabulary and trying to apply it to our, our lives. Uh, and I think that was the thing that influenced me the most when I had to decide, like, do I want to be an English teacher? And I remember that teacher that made us, like, share about, like, personal stuff or maybe our thoughts in a way that didn't make us feel like we were making mistakes or that we were, like, not being, I don't know, like, right. It was always... Uh, welcoming and always feeling that okay, this is I, I I feel free to express myself in this language that is not mine, but I'm making myself clear and I'm being able to be that to make myself understood by others, and that's great. And how do you think that has affected you now teaching Spanish here at Webster University? Oh, that's a good question and a hard question because actually that's something interesting. Um, like English and languages, like teaching languages is also always connected to using a book usually and the book is kind of like pacing the way we learn and what we learn. And I don't feel very comfortable with the books generally because I, I sometimes like feel like going or like trying to find um, information and topics that are outside maybe the or not, in, not included in the units from the book. So I think that's that has been like the, the biggest challenge here, like teaching Spanish, trying to attach or trying to like comply with the book, the book's content and trying to use that instead of like feeling a bit more free to to create my own classes. 
But at the same time, I think that my experience like with this idea of like making mistakes is not mistakes is not bad. It's something that has uh, always stay stick in my head, and that's something that I have I try to to make clear in my classes that making mistakes is the way to learn the language actually. So in the U.S., we have English classes where most time you're doing reading or some sort of like comprehensive thing. Do you have something similar to that in Argentina, or is it different? Well, it depends on like if we talk about reading and in the in our native language, as English classes would be here, we have like the same thing but with Spanish, and we call that class lengua, like language. Uh, and sometimes we have literature separated from lengua, so sometimes lengua is more like grammar stuff, and then literature is more related to reading and writing. Uh, but we also, when we have English classes, depending on where you're teaching and depending on the the school you are at or the institute, it might be more. It it might be just basic English, or it can be like English for international exams. And in those cases, we have a big like a lot of reading, a lot of writing. But mostly, like the, the main purpose is to, to take a, an international exam, such as the IELTS or TOEFL or uh, first certificate of English. So in those cases, there's a lot of reading, but mostly with the purpose of okay, you have to learn how to take the exam, and for that purpose, you have to um, you have to read a lot and mostly write essays. So. I don't know if that's the fun, the fun part of the most boring part, depending on what you like doing. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of exercises aimed to practicing those things, mostly reading, writing, listening, and speaking, and with a very uh, structured format that doesn't change because the exam is always the same way. Uh, so I'm assuming you took one of these exams, correct? Or did you? No, I didn't. You I didn't? taught how to take the exam. I had never <laughs> taken it because it's uh, you have to pay for it. So unless you're gonna use it, because actually they do in generally do have an expiration date. So unless you want just to take it because of the sake of taking it, it's usually like the the idea is to take it before you need it. For example, if I wanted to go uh, to study abroad. In many cases, they would ask for me to have either a TOEFL or an IELTS exam. For it. So in general, they ask for it to be from the year before you apply and not before that. So it's important to take it, like to have a good timing, because if not, then you're paying a lot of money and then you're not being actually being able to use that exam or that grade and you have to take it again. So no, I haven't taken it. I want to, but also depending on what I want to do is the exam that I have to take. So not every institution accepts every exam it depends on the institution what exam they ask for um how do you think your language journey has changed or evolved being here well uh as regards the language itself and my skills i have improved my listening a lot uh because it's not the same just to listen to audio recordings that are prepared for students or even the tv that somehow like it, it is also prepared for listeners um but I feel that it has helped me to understand also like how how the language evolves all the time. And well, I, I have been trying to learn all the all the idioms and slang and try to see how how uh, yeah, like how languages also are not only like sh- shaping the culture, but the culture also shapes the language and how it evolves uh, with time and with different generations. And that's super fun. What do you think your favorite idiom is so far? Oh, that's hard. But I love the one. I love one that is um, like a snowball's chance in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not very popular, like at least in like the youngest generations. But I think it's really interesting too, like the the metaphor.
And what is one weird thing you have discovered in the U.S. that you don't think you would ever say anywhere else? Uh, related to the language or anything? Oh, uh, uh, one weird thing. Oh, so many weird things. Pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> Why pop tarts? What are they? What are they? What are they supposed to be? Um, no. What else? Well, uh, transportation, public transportation. Uh, how it is basically impossible to walk for, like around the city. Um, I mean, if you want to go somewhere, it's probably gonna take hours. Uh, and if you want to take the bus, it's probably going to take hours. So if you don't have a car, that can be complicated. But one very nice thing that I have discovered here is that people are very friendly. I think it's a St. Louis thing. I, I don't know if it is a, a, like a, a thing from the whole country. But any place you go and you enter, like people are very welcoming and friendly and, and willing to help. And that's amazing. Thank you so much to Mariana Mojano for joining us on our language journey and expressing how much language has affected her life as well as how it could affect your life and so remember what are you waiting for the world is calling language is something that unites many creatures around the globe and potentially beyond though for many people it is a barrier preventing connection to billions of individuals through this connection of language, people build a bond stronger than just the language itself. It can open doors to unfamiliar cultures and ideals outside the realm of imagination. This is the power of language. Hello there, I am your host, Ashley Carvello, and today we have an exciting extravaganza for you. I have gathered over 10 languages today from around Webster University and I am going to play them for you now. But first, I want you to think about some things. I want you to guess the phrase before it comes in English, and also notice a lot of the similarities that come from each part of the phrase. It is the exact same phrase throughout all the different languages, and I want to see if you can guess it before it comes in English. This can be seen as a daunting task, but as language lovers, I think you have it. Let's see. In einer verteilten Welt, die Sprache verwendet uns. In einem Mundo dividido, los idiomas nos unen. In einer verteilten Welt, die Sprache verwendet uns. In a divided world, language connects us. 